It's great to be with you again for another Central Moments. We're looking this week at the promises of God. And today I'd like to talk about God's promises as they surround our care for the poor. Or if you were to reduce that one word, it would be charity. We have nonprofit organizations that are called charities uh, because they, uh, are, they exist not to accrue profit for shareholders or for owners, but in order to care for people in our society. And this is very hard, close to the heart of God. And he links actual promises. He says, if you will care for the poor, I'm going to come and pour my resources behind your life. So let's look at some of those promises today. First of all, Proverbs 14, verse 21. It is a sin to despise one's neighbor. That's quite a statement, isn't it? It's a sin to despise one's neighbor. But blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. So here we have blessing promised to those who are kind to the needy. Proverbs 19, verse 17. There are a lot of verses in Proverbs like this. Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. So it's like lending to the Lord, and then the Lord says, I'm going to give back to you uh, because you're kind to the poor, and the Lord rewards us for that. Matthew 10, 42. These are now the words of Jesus. If anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you that person will certainly not lose their reward. And so just the way he frames that, my little ones. So these would be the vulnerable, the powerless. Uh, if, if, if you've raised children, you know when they're really little, they're totally dependent on you for everything. They can't feed themselves. Uh, they can't care for themselves. And so he, he frames these little ones, these ones who are powerless. And, and we have people who are powerless in, in our culture. They, they don't have influence. They don't have money. Uh, they, they can't manipulate the system like other people can. They're just they're vulnerable and they're powerless. And Jesus said, if even you give a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, you will certainly not lose your reward. So there's promise associated with compassion. And... Uh, And in fact, in other similar verses, Jesus will actually say, if you do it for those who are vulnerable and powerless and small, if you do it for them, you are actually doing it for me. Acts 10, verse 31, is an amazing verse. This is about Cornelius. He's a Roman centurion. He's not a Jewish man. He lives in Caesarea, um, uh, right on the coast of Israel. He's part of the occupied land of the Roman domination of Israel. And uh, he had two things about him. He, he was a man of prayer and he gave to the poor, but he was not a Christian. He had never met Jesus. And, and God meets him in a vision and ends up connecting Peter with Cornelius's household. And Peter shares the gospel. They're saved and they're baptized in the Holy Spirit and Pentecost comes to this family. So, so when, when Cornelius sees Peter, he's describing a vision he had where an angel appeared to him. And in verse 31 of Acts 10, Cornelius, the angel said, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. He's not even a believer yet. But God saw something in your heart that was inclined the same direction that God's heart is. That is, to need God, he sees your prayer and to care for the needy, to care for the poor. And God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. 
And this becomes a part of the pathway to which eventually Cornelius meets Jesus. And then Galatians 2 and verse 10. Paul is talking about his relationship with other church leaders, etc. And he said, All they asked of me as I go about my ministry to preach to the Gentiles, uh, Paul said, All I asked was that we should continue to remember the poor, the very thing I had been eager to do all along. So Paul, at great price to himself personally, preached the gospel all over the ancient uh, Greek-speaking world. And in it all, he gave to the poor. This is the heart of God. So Lord, we pray that your heart will become our heart. We thank you for the promises of God that are connected to us having your heart. For those who are disenfranchised, for those who are powerless, for those who have become the victims of injustice uh, and, and corrupt systems in our world, we just pray we will have a heart for them and we'll do them as if we would do them for you. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.